Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Skybox Podcast. I am your host, well, one of them, uh, Phoenix. I'm here with my good friend, Faceall. And today we're also joined by our good friend, Bellor. And we got a lot going on. Isn't that right, y'all? We got a whole lot going on, man. We got a whole bunch of topics to cover. We got, you know, a bunch of stats to go through. You always say that. Bro, there's so much <laughs> shit. That's the NBA, bro. So much shit going it on, is. man. There's a lot going on. Um, the grind I think never stops, man. The grind never stops. Speaking of the grind, uh, speaking of the grind, we're saying if I'm not wrong, the Grizzlies are called the Grindhouse, right? That their nickname? Yeah, yeah, the okay. Grindhouse. Well, let's start right off with there. Let's start right off with there. I don't know how the hell in the world the Grizzlies blew out the Thunder with no John Morant. They got, I mean, I understand they have no shy. Okay, that's understandable. But the Grizzlies didn't have John. So we're talking about Dylan Brooks. We're talking about Steven Adams <laughs> in 2021. We're talking about Santi Aldama playing 13 minutes <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> i just Who don't understand how that happens don't forget the, though, the, the grizzly stars the my boy fucking josh kitty you know he didn't play so i can see why they lost that game oh yeah if josh kitty was been that was there they would probably lose by less than uh they would probably have 20 more points yeah not too crazy <laughs> Sign like you know how it is <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't even know how the game went on. I think the NBA has to put in a mercy rule or something. I mean, I I I didn't see it live, so I don't know if there was even fans at the end of the game. But I would have walked out. Yeah, yeah. That's it was that's go on. I was gonna say that was gonna it say was that um you go. Kendrick Perkins. He, he even said it himself. He said Josh Kidd is a superstar, whatever, which is you know. Uh, coming from Kendrick Perkins, he's probably he's probably captain, but yeah, at least you're getting some praise from a former NBA player. <laughs> Is Kendrick Perkins NBA player? That guy, I mean, have you seen him running? It's the funniest thing in the world. Or did he get carried his entire career? Is Kendrick Perkins even really an NBA player? I think like, he's what, is, his career. what has he done? <laughs> I think I think there's a certain number of players who are just outliers. You know, like how you can you can kind of make your way through school while not really knowing the full subject of yeah. each class. How <laughs> you can kind of just finesse it and get a passing grade. You yeah. know, your friend helps you with a couple tests, a couple homeworks. That's Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins cheat on his homework. He shouldn't be there. What do you think about this, better man? I think he had a good role on the on the Celtics when he joined the, the NBA, but uh, I think he fell off. The Thunder years were, uh, I guess he, he had a valuable around. role on the Thunders, on on the Thunder teams. But uh, at the Cavs, oh my god, he's literally a bandwagon. You could have put anybody in his position though on the Thunder. You could have put another center in that position, and they would have done what Kendrick Perkins could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say that. At least you could put up few centers. He was happy being the role player though. Like he could he could just stand there, get get a few boards, protect the basket to I mean uh, 
better than the average level. Actually, so, well, I want to, I want to bite on that about role players. I want, I want to bite on that. That's that's actually a good point about the difference in role players, right? I want to, I want to talk about the Lakers real quick. You can see that their current role players. They got rid of Caruso, who's leading the league in steals. I saw. They got, uh, they got rid of. Um, man, I forgot his other name. I really forgot his other name. KCP. KCP. Right. Uh, they got rid of KCP and Caruso, some of their top role players, and figuring that just because if they add another star, they can just fill those role player roles with other role players. But as you can see this season, not every role player is the same. Maybe you can't just plug anybody into the into one position and expect them to do what another guy done, even no matter how basic it is. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that. With that being said, like it's so important to be in the right system that benefits you and by that I mean like anyone that plays basketball knows that every team and every coach and every every you know whatever has their own set of like rules and you know regulations that they that they follow and that, that usually comes by what, what the coach sets now some role players some some star players I should say end up becoming role players and end up tanking their value end up tanking you know taking a step back so to say which just makes them look like a lot, a lot worse than they actually are. But as soon as they, you know, go to a different team, and and get the position that they want, and get into that the system that that fits them, that's when they might just you know show out completely. And there's a lot of players that just sit back now, and, and I'm like, okay, this player here, if if he goes to a different team, how would he perform? Would he be the star player, or would he still be the same role player? So like uh, that's what I question. Another a person I'd say that I really had a um eye on properly was Clay Thompson. I said it a while ago, right? I always thought that Clay Thompson on a different team can be a star. And people were telling me, mm, I don't think mm. so. But I, I think he can be a star because he can, he can not only shoot, he can score, but his role on the fucking Warriors is to shoot. Mm. You know what I mean? Because he can't about... his own shot. We talk about uh, what's his record? Uh, Thirty points with six dribbles. Yeah, I no, mean that's that crazy still, as yeah, fuck. Yeah, sure that man is crazy. Yeah, that that is crazy as hell, and no one has has come close to that to this day. Um, and that speaks to, you know, um, you're right. That speaks to him playing his role, but he he, he settled in his role. You know what I mean? He he's able to do more, like you said, but he's accepted his role. More importantly, you know, Curry gets to shine. But people argue sometimes, especially back then, if Clay was the better shooter. You know, maybe he's not as flashy as Curry, but he definitely, as you could see, and as we all saw in those years, uh, you know, he could do just what Curry does, shoot over two, three people. And, and the thing was, Clay doesn't have dribble moves. Clay doesn't have this fancy athleticism. So he made sure that he could shoot. Yeah. Which, which is crazy. I think that's what happens when you overload, overload a team full of stars. I think if Clay Thompson and Wiseman were both still um, healthy at the start of the league, I don't think the Warriors would be at where, at where they are right now. I think mm. them two being out actually benefits the Warriors because they can actually focus on who, who actually who's the real first option, who's the real second option, third option. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone knows their roles rather than being that person where like, Okay, Wiseman, I, I, I was a star at college, you know, uh, I was, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I meant to drive and kick or am I meant to get the ball here, post up, get double team and kick it out or am I, am I meant to score? And he just falls into that little area where like, 
it just because it just goes missing, so to say. They have a stronger coach too. Whereas yeah. with the Lakers, I read that um I read that Vogel was trying to start DeAndre Jordan and he wants DeAndre Jordan to start and then he argued with Vogel. I don't know if you saw the clip, but he argued with Vogel on the bench, um, like I think two two games ago. And someone uh I read from a post from someone that was in the crowd, like on the front the front seats. And apparently DeAndre Jordan legit said, I'm not your guy. Stop telling me to start. He started getting frustrated. And he was pointing to Dwight Howard and telling him to start him instead. The and fuck, yeah, now now Dwight's supposed to be starting. But the thing is, neither of them were that great. Uh, <laughs> neither of them were that great. DeAndre Jordan's a black hole, but Dwight Howard is a foul machine. And the rest of the team is abysmal. I mean, I don't know how... Looking at the roster, I don't know what the hell LeBron was thinking. I mean, you gonna trust Wayne Ellington? I mean, who are these people? Jay Huff? Bro, like, what are we doing? Austin Reeves is supposed to be joining us, man. What are we doing? Who is that, man? <laughs> the team is it's just composed crazy compared to last year. You had you had players you know were gonna perform, right? I mean, THT was performing better. You had KCP, like we said, they had Caruso. And and the thing with Caruso is that you can't replace that. I don't know why they let Caruso go. Caruso would have been on a four-year, three- or four-year deal with a team option for the yeah. same amount of money that Talon Horton was going to be on, just for $10 million. which means if they accepted that team option for Caruso, he would have had, he would have had less. They would have, they would have, they'd have to pay less than $10 million, maybe 4 or $5 million. So they would have saved money. And here they are now, Lakers are the eighth seed struggling, and they got LeBron cheating to get back into the league. <laughs> that's how desperate it is. LeBron paying off the health of the health dudes to get back into the league. Ain't no way in hell you got COVID, you come back in a few days, everything Gucci gang. Nah. I do have to say this about the Lakers. Obviously, getting rid of all those role players. You get rid of good players, but they also get rid of the chemistry. Yeah. I feel like that team had a great vibe when they're in the bubble. I feel like they lost mm-hmm. a lot of it with giving up players like Caruso. Mm-hmm. Even like players like Kuzma, the people love to shit on. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they're players that could do a job at all times when they ask them to. They might not be the best players. Like, even like Kuzma, obviously, he's a very streaky player. On his day, he can be really good, but mostly you, you're going to get like a lot. Average player, not really setting the world alight, but he's he's getting stops on defense. Now yeah. you replace them with veterans that have not been with the team. Yeah, getting like in players like Deron Jordan, all these other names that you mentioned that hasn't really played in us without like a right. star player like LeBron before. They're not used to the situation. They need time to gel, in my opinion. I think mm. them will come good, but I do think it's gonna take a lot of time. I'm not sure if. They will have that time, especially given how how often the team changes with the LeBron setting out games right. due to injury or whatnot. And overall, like the sh- the focus of the team is shifting constantly. Right. Yeah. Bro, you're so right, but- man. The bubble was very like um, was perfect scenario for the Lakers. You had you had your very vocal, strong leader on your team, and you were able to connect the whole team together. And with that being said, they clearly showed that how, how much leadership was required in the bubble and they won the whole thing. And yeah, they definitely 
came much closer as a team. They were a force to be reckoned with the new season coming along. And then, out of nowhere, they said, hmm, let's move shit around. You know, fuck it. But we all know, it's LeBron James. When it comes to, you know, playoff time, I, I, there's, there's no doubt they're going to be good. I trust it. Yeah, I got them contending still, like, without a doubt. I don't think there's any question about it, even. Except for injuries. Injuries is the only question that, that might be looming. You know what, actually, sorry, let me just go into this stat real quick that I saw. And it is extremely funny to me. But, um, yeah, so we spoke about AD last pod and about his impact in the team, right? So when ranking the most efficient shooters, right, that shoot 150 attempts, um, that, that have shot 150 attempts, AD ranks 51 out of 150, so he's one of the one of the least. Uh, uh, sorry, he ranks last. He ranks dead last. Jesus. Yeah, out of 56 players, he ranks dead last in efficiency at 33. <laughs> percent So he's he, he mm. averages averages 0. 0.7 points per try. My dude, Don Maker out there. He is clanking building houses for every person on the street. I I never saw him as a shooter. Mm. I think he could make threes, but he's not a shooter, and there's a big difference. And I know he's going to get a lot of confidence in that after that Nugget series where he made that clutch three. I knew yeah. that that's a dangerous thing. That's a very dangerous thing mm-hmm. because he he's just too big. He's just too big for that. That's not his. That's not his journey. Yeah, and and just if you guys wanted to ever know, the people that ranked top five was Patty Mills at one point three three points per shot. That's then interesting. Yeah, and he got great. Yeah, Palimos is very interesting because I, I really, I really liked him on, on, on the Nets. They needed that um off the bench type of guy, but you know the Nets are a bit weird. Then you got Grayson Allen for the Bucks. Um, then you got both Curry brothers. And last but not least, you got your boy Melo, Hello Trezor, whatever you want to call him. Look at Grayson Allen, the new um new Kyle Korver, huh? Oh, Grayson, I don't. This guy's weird, man. I he's really weird. I, every time I, th- I think of him, I just remember him kicking people in the nuts yeah. like Draymond. College, college, he was a menace to society in college, right? <laughs> he would kick you, punch you, laugh, and walk away nonstop. He would fight you for fun. Sounds like privilege to me. He did not give a shit. Four years in college, kicking ass, bro. Kicking Here's my thing. I, here's my thing with um, what Bellar said about chemistry. Why, why would the... Why would the Lakers change after they win a championship, but the Portland Blazers don't win a chip and keep the same roster? How does that make sense to anybody? I mean, there's also the case of uh, availability as well. I think Dame has a lot of say in the roster. I think he mm. likes what he has to some extent. I thought yeah, he. I have guys he like was... CJ who he really, really likes, who obviously refuses to get rid of. Yeah, so for I some think reason, a lot of the problems, well, a lot of the good stuff and some of the problems stem from Dame and his um, overall influence on the squad. Mm. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's problematic because obviously having someone like Dame, I mean, is a massive boost to the franchise, but at the same time. You're kind of locked into having to facilitate for him. 
And I do think it costs them at times. Yeah, I was gonna say that um, the the places are like if you give someone like Dame the question of do you want the same roster or do you want to change around? There's no way he'll say change around. Like, I don't think he has. Because I, in my opinion, if I knew, if I knew a bunch of guys, right, and I knew that all of us at our best can win games, okay, I would keep the team no matter what. I, I know how good somebody can play. You know what I mean? I've seen them in training. I've seen them here. I know how good they can play. But you sitting back and waiting for them to prosper just waste so much time because you it's not going to help you win now you know what i mean you you just sitting on ifs and maybes whereas like this is where you know the coaches will come in and be like okay cool we're not going to sit on this we're going to bring somebody that has done it already and knows how to do it and has done it on the big stage so they bring them in and that's how it all, all works you know what i mean and like you, you can't just sit back on Let's play CJ. Let's play, you know, Gary Trent, and let's be literally last in 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 all defensive categories. The Blazers are literally last in every defensive. They lost to the Celtics, 147 points by the Celtics, bro. Let's go. Crazy times. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. They are ass. I don't think like, you can win with a a shoot first point guard. I don't think it's possible. I, d- I think it costs you the games. It's it's similar to to Westbrook, right? Um, with the Thunder, and I think they're very similar players. And it's it's a problem when you have a point guard that brings the ball up and just shoots it. I mean, granted, we have Stephen Curry in the league, but that's Stephen Curry. He's an outlier. Outside of that, Dame can hit those shots. Westbrook can also do some single single man possession plays, but those plays cost the game for both teams. There's been so many games, so, so many games where Thunder have lost because Westbrook shot, shot them out of it. Blazers have lost because Dame decided to run up. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. It's yeah. live and die by your point guard when, when they play like that. Yeah, and nobody else gets the opportunity to get into the game or to, like, you know, get into their rhythm. And uh, as I said, I told you, the role player type thing, like... These guys don't know their job. Around you, they, they don't know what to do because as a, as a guard, all you're doing is, all right, run forward, big man, set me a screen. Okay, switch, nice, and pull up, next. Okay, if that doesn't work, all right, let's, let's, let's start. CJ, um, I saw a good thing. And then what what, think? what's the rest of the three players going to do? What do you think, Bellor? It's not like you, you didn't agree. Mm, no, I do agree with the the fact that you're, you're living by the point guard decisions, but I mean, a lot of the examples, you do have to think about the fact that uh, obviously, Russ Westbrook, he wasn't always the heavily like number one option. You don't know after KD left that he really got to fully take the reins. And even then, you got to see one season of him really running that show before you added Paul George to it, who took over to some extent. Not fully, but to some extent. Yeah. Uh, though last season, you did get to see a lot of Russell Westbrook really just being the guy. And I think, I think he played okay in, um, Washington, but they were never going to come down in the first place. What a um, journey he's had, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jesus Christ. He's had a few seasons there. He's just been way out of line. If I were to ask you, okay, what can Westbrook do? Like, what are, what is his strong suit? So we all know he's a really good playmaker. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. He's really good finishing at the rim. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's two things. What else? I mean, he's not a great shooter, that's for sure. He's hard. Okay. That's not. That's not. Yeah, he like, probably needs to stop shooting it so much. He's like, horrible he's at not shooting. at yeah. three. Like he's definitely not a shooter. Yeah, he's as much very, as he wants to be. Very agree his IQ is horrible. I don't think it's his IQ more. So yeah, I don't. I think that's a bit harsh. I'd say no, it's his. What? It's, like it's his, his like will to win, like his his ego. You know, his ego is uh, a big he, issue. Yeah. He's got this MB. I'm still MVP ego, and he's not. You know, he's he suffered injuries, and he's. Just not the same player he was before. Think what IQ is an issue. Okay, his IQ is an issue. It's the, the, the deciding what kind of shots to take, bro. You're down, whatever, and you just chuck a three. So that's not the play. That's not what you do. That's fuck IQ, it. He's at least Russell Westbrook. Is <laughs> either his but ego? How much, how much, how much of that is IQ and how much of that is confidence? It's right. Ego, you mean ego, ego, ego. Confidence, yeah, confidence. is is good. Ego is bad. When does it go from ego to confidence? I I think they intertwine. Because no, he, the fine line is 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 just talking about a player who's obviously not too far ago or removed from being an actually no, now he's kind of far away. Five seasons. He's still talking about the guy who used to be league MVP. He he will always believe that he can make those shots. Right. Like doesn't yeah. matter. That doesn't really come down to ego. It comes down to just being confident in your own abilities. Obviously, he sh- should know by now that. I mean, he's not gonna make those most of the time. Should probably yeah. take a step back and let someone else take those deep frees if they are gonna shoot fucking deep frees. We just. I don't think he's ever been like the the. But the IQ, team. but the IQ, like we're talking basketball IQ. His playmaking is, has always been a proof of his. Of a very apparent basketball IQ, yeah. But, but obviously, really... his shot making has never been it. He's never yeah. like not when he played with KD. Not after that either. Like he's always been lacking when it comes to shooting. Yeah, he had some semi-efficient seasons, uh, like early in his career before. I mean, even like during those Harden days, he could shoot okay-ish, but he was never gonna be a good shooter. He's always been. Uh, going at going at the rim and making plays off the of the drive. So yeah, that's for been me, a strong suit. So for me, the basketball IQ is more down to his playmaking, getting Andrich involved through his own actions, because he knows he can draw a lot of attention with his drives because he's so lethal at the rim. And even then, he can make plays off the perimeter as well. And yeah. also his fast break, fast break. He's just, I mean, he's really good a fast, challenge. Yeah, yeah. It's like LeBron is the only one that's better on the fast break. I think him and LeBron, him, LeBron, and AD, him, LeBron, and AD need to sit down and and have that chat because I I did say earlier having multiple superstars is not a good thing because like nobody knows who the main per the go to person is nobody knows who like everybody's strong strong shoot would not be like used in the right way. So when they have a sit down, they need to talk about like okay, who's going to be the guy and who's going to step back into the role player type position because they're all really good to be the first and second person but I, you can't have three of them together 
I say that's more down to, I mean, to what I said earlier with the role players, with the chemistry. You, you have you have AD and LeBron who obviously have great chemistry. They had before they even uh, squatted up at uh, LA at the Lakers. And you add a third person into that, you have to define those roles. I think they will figure it out, but it's going to take time because obviously Westbrook has never really had to be without the ball that much, given the fact that he's always been a ball handler to yeah. the extent where he he's the one getting others involved, and LeBron does that but better. So him having to take that, I mean, the second spot on the offense when it comes to ball handling and ball usage. I don't know how well that's going to work, but at the same time, when you have a superstar caliber player like him, even though he's not playing at a superstar level anymore, he's still going to be able to adjust to some extent. Right. We'll, we'll take him over like any old role player because he's yeah. still Westbrook. Exactly. He's still Westbrook. He's still going to get you 20 points a game. He's still going to get others involved into the game. Yeah. I still I, like, what I like I'm, about... What I like about Westbrook is that he just doesn't quit. Yeah, yeah, the passion is always there. You want that. You want that in a player, especially. I mean, especially when it comes to playoffs. Even if people say, "Yeah, he's going to be streak in the playoffs," you still want the passion, though. You still want someone who's always going to keep going because the game is never over. In those tight games, you want someone who's going to have that energy. You know what's going to happen? Let me tell you what's going to happen. Okay, I'm calling this a long series. Now. Yeah, we're going to bring it back to this pod one day, okay? Because I'm going to call it now. There's going to be a game where um, it's going to be down to the wire, okay? Westbrook is going to have the ball in his hand. LeBron's going to have the ball in his hand. Westbrook takes it off his hands, okay? And by that, I mean just takes the ball, whatever. And instead of, like, passing it back to LeBron to, like, end the game, he will try and end it himself with a shot and clank it. And then LeBron's going to be pissed. I'm seeing that, that is... happening. <laughs> I'm seeing that happening, mate. I'm calling it out just for reference. It's going to happen 1,000%. That's such a Westwood thing to do. Take it away from the GOAT to do your own thing. I'm so, I, can't, I can't imagine anyone ever doing that to LeBron. I'm sorry. Oh, he's, so, he's such a LeBron. I'm sorry. I just can't imagine anyone ever doing that to LeBron. <laughs> that is just wild. How do y'all um, feel about... The Chicago Bulls being the second seed in the East. I expected, I expected them to be top six. I did not expect them to be second. They are second it seed is, in the East. It is wild. I did not expect Alonso-led, Alonso team to be this Alonso good. Alonso ball team at the second seed. And, I mean, I got to give Alonso some props because, you know, he survived the uh, social media hate uh, in the slander and really just focused on his ball game and improving, which a lot of players really struggle to do. Yeah. And I mean, the Chicago Bulls, I feel like, I feel like ESPN and NBA mafia media is not really covering them like they should. I feel like there's a lot of focus on the larger markets and the larger teams, but Chicago's really winning these games. I mean, Granted, that's that's mostly a... down to the Bean Town Media Mafia keeping the focus on uh, Jason Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're, we're not sweet that under the carpet and the focus on the Bulls. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. But um, I mean, like they're winning games, they're going crazy. Um, everyone's, they, even though they just got assembled, 
they, they look like a, a team that's been doing this. Like, like they've, they've had seasons together, even though this is their first season with this new roster. Um, DeMar DeRozan with clutch stats. In the fourth quarter, he's first in the NBA. Uh, he's first in points per game in the fourth quarter. Um, he's 90% efficient in the fourth quarter. First in field goals made, first in field goal attempts as well. He's got third and free throw attempts in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's looking like DeMar DeRozan from the Raptors. Uh, DeMar used to be so amazing on the Raptors. I used to I used to be a huge fan of him on the Raptors. And it's glad to see him perform like that once again. I mean, I know he it was he was quiet on the Spurs, but he was still playing good. But here on the Bulls, it's even better, I think. Would yeah. You say, would you say that this is DeMar's team, given the way he's played? Thousand percent, one thousand percent. You had you had a very, very much selected uh, first option in uh, Zach Levine last year. Right, massive fan favorite. If Yusaki is taking a step back and let the more run the show, and it's been working really well. I'm not sure if it's intentional or not, but like it just feels like the Mars taking over completely. I think on the court, Demar's taken over, but I don't think he wants that spotlight. I think he's he's he wants the younger guys to kind of take the shine. Yeah, just because just because he's had his time, you know what I mean. Like a lot a lot of these veteran guys don't mind like the younger guys being being in the front. No, I, I can to relate to that. I think. I think the fact that Demar, or like overall, this, I'm surprised by how well he's playing. Even, even like as a Raptors fan, I wasn't expecting him to come in and, I mean, literally drop almost MVP level numbers. Because obviously he was really good at the Spurs, but then again, the Spurs, they were looking at him, like looking to him to make things happen all the time. Yeah, he had so much space to be like creative and. Do whatever he wanted. While at, at the balls, you already had the Lons- uh, you already had Zach Levine. You were getting Lonzo Ball, and you had Vucevic who you traded for last year at the trade deadline. You already have like two All Star caliber players on Lonzo. Like for him to come in and just say, "No, nah, this like I'm 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 doing this. I'm I'm here and I'm ready to fucking ball." After getting critiqued the first like in the summer for like, yeah, his contract is overpaying. Like now that contract is looking like a bargain. Yeah, oh definitely. That's definitely a bargain contract. So I def- I hope he keeps it up in the playoffs. I'm I not feel sure like... if he can, but like right oh, now God. they're looking like they can they can be a dark horse. I don't think they're gonna go to the finals though or have any like real say in that. I mean, let's see. Let's see if Kyrie even comes back. Because if Kyrie doesn't come back, then what are the Nets going to do? We've we've seen the Nets when they're missing a star, right? And it turns into a Kevin Durant carry job. But as we've also seen, it's just not enough. The Nets, like like the Lakers, got rid of a lot of role players in exchange for star studying the team out. And when you have that, you need them to play. Right, I mean, they had Harden was literally limping, trying to get the Nets with Kevin Durant uh, into the finals versus the Bucks, and it's just not enough. You can't unless you're going to be out there putting 100. percent You're not going to beat back-to-back MVP Giannis like that, limping. It's not going to happen. 
who do you think are the other options in the east though? Other than the Nets and well, I mean, for me, like I, I see that there's four teams that have no three teams for real that has a chance for the finals, and that's the Nets, the Bucks, and the Heat. Yeah, mm. I the see. Heat are really good, yeah, the Heat. I think they're really good. Let me, let me, let me just laugh, and that's really rude. Well, I was going to bring it back to the. Um... That's really rude of me. Sorry, I was going to bring it back to the um, to the Bulls. As I was say, just to reiterate the the point I made earlier. How you'd require somebody to take a step back, and in my opinion, Lonzo Ball has taken that step back. He uh, his 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 minutes have gone up, whereas his like his output has, has definitely declined. His his points have gone down, his assists have gone down. You know his rebound, all every, all of his stats have just gone down. Whereas his efficiency has gone up, whilst his defensive ratings have gone up. Uh, I I said this like in order for players like three really good players to work, one of them needs to take a step back. And Lonzo has happily done that, and 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 look how good the team's going right now. Yeah, that's that's actually a really great point, because if it was the opposite, if Lonzo Lonzo could have easily taken a jealousy route, or this is still my number one team, I'm the number one option here, and ball hog it up, you know, uh, it would have been definitely definitely a different outlook. But yeah, I think I think him, hmm. him and Ingram, leaving the Lakers. Uh, really helped their careers. Uh, they yeah. they weren't forced to be the specific player that that LeBron needed, that the Lakers needed, and they were able to blossom. You know what I mean? Especially on the Pelicans, they were able to become you know full on team players. You got to be a team player if you if you playing for the Pelicans. Um, and now he now he's been playing for Chicago, and that's been great for him. So that's a really good point. Yeah. Well, what's I say too? Um. The Pelicans, these fucking idiot idiots, okay? Speaking of Ingram and fucking Lonzo, these guys, they let go Eric Bledsoe, they let go Drew Holiday, they let go Lonzo Ball, and now they're looking for players just like them. <laughs> <laughs> that is so horrible. Oh, the Pelicans are garbage. Um, There's just nothing really else to say. The Pelicans are garbage. My thing is, see, I... Do you see Sion staying... Oh yeah, mm. both. I don't think so. like Andrew Parker's now. No, he do, he do. Zion is starting to form into into Kendrick Perkins. I can see it. Bro, he is out for like the next four to six weeks. Not injury, just because of Thanksgiving, mate. Here's my thing. Here's I'm pairing him up with Jambalaya or something. <laughs> Zion to me has always been the black Blake Griffin. I have never seen him as anything else. I remember the draft hype for him. Y'all remember in the server we had when he got drafted, how many people flooded the channel to watch his first game? It was like Michael Jordan got drafted. It was like Michael Jordan legit got drafted. We haven't done that. When Luca got drafted, I didn't see that hype. I didn't see people so excited. I don't know what people saw. Was it the dunks? Because he's he not even flashy like Jaw. And he can't shoot the three like Harrow. So I just didn't see what, what everyone else saw. But like I, I can see the what I do see is the 7-18 standing that they have right now. And of course, Zion's been out a little bit. And that's that was from the jump that we, we knew that. He couldn't remember they had to teach him how to walk again. The guys had a weight problem. For his entire NBA career so far, and the thing is, multiple people have 
everyone can see it. The world can see it, right? That's not new. Like you can see him physically eat and gain more weight. And this is not a moment to fat shame, but it's just like, what are we doing, my guy? Like they they playing you to play basketball, not eat food all day. Like I could see if you were in the NFL, but this is the league, bro. You got to be able to run. You got to be able to get back on defense. I mean, he still yeah. has he he still has his IQ, of course, and you can still see you can still see who he is as a player. But this is a guy that went number one. You're right, man. I, I I never compared him to Blake Griffin, but I can see you now. I mean, I also I was never part of the hype, man. I I was like, guys, tell me what this man can do, but jump and score five three pointers in his first game. I don't get it. What else can he do? Right. I mean, if you look at this last season. He averaged 27 points a game, 7 rebounds, 3.7 assists, on 62% efficiency. That is insane numbers. Yeah, it is insane. I'll give you that for sure. But you know that reminds me of... There's no center. That's insane numbers, the efficiency. Like, obviously, the center, you're going to get more buckets on higher efficiency, given that you're close to the basket. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Giannis. Giannis. And Giannis is another player that I don't, you know, I, you will know what I think about Giannis, mate. He's not really my cup of tea. Because, you know, if a player isn't versatile to me, then I can't. Yeah, but that's just because you hate Europeans. Facts. I, I love, mate, I, I speak about Europeans consistently in this spot because I, I have to give them the credit they need. But no, uh, you, mate, you, you're a Brexit, man. I don't know, sorry, sorry. Yeah, topic. I hate it, but let me tell you, like, if a player can't shoot, they're not. Then I, I, I don't see them as a star. Mm. Okay, that's I, deep. I, I don't mean big men. I don't mean big men. Okay. I mean the ones that call each other small forwards and shit. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why? Because it's, it's so it's, it's a pivotal part of the game. There's so many defensive coaches now that will literally like expose the living lights at you on the offensive side if you don't have a shot. Isn't defense part of the game too? Mm. It is, yeah, one thousand percent. So, how do you feel about Kemba Walker? I'm talking about Kemba. Kemba Walker was is a fraud. <laughs> His best career was Econ. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, we just had the All Star game not that long ago, and it was in Charlotte Hornets. It was it was in it was in the Charlotte Hornets arena, and Kemba Walker was the first selection for the All Star game. It was not that long ago, just a few year, few years. Kemba Walker is what we call fraud. Twenty four months ago, he was a star <laughs> on a shocking team. He had Michael Kidd Gilchrist, bro, Al Jefferson. Who else was there? Some other fools. <laughs> Consistent fools by the whole squad. Well, okay, what about Trey Young? Trey Young doesn't play defense. Oh, he doesn't need to, though. Why not? I mean, he plays defense. He just doesn't know how. He just can't. (laughs) Mate, when you're you're so undersized, it's so hard to play defense, man. Like, Mm. Chris Paul, the only reason why I think Chris Paul is so good on defense and defensive side is because he understands his IQ is just so much better than everybody else's. He's a very, very smart player. So he uses his IQ to play good defense. Like he he won't ever like guard you straight up. He will just you know shift it to sides and and like as an offensive player you don't know which side is gonna go. And out of nowhere he just poked the ball loose. You're like oh, well then what's happened there? To be fair to Trey, his his defense is going up every year. Like he's getting better and better on that side as well. 
Okay. Okay, okay. Like, he came in as a really bad defender in uh, 2018, but he's, he's progressing slightly. Like, last year he was relatively good in the playoffs, even. He's never, never going to be a lockdown defender. He's never no. going to be like a menace, like a Kyle Lowry or a Chris Paul. Unless Zion shares his food recipe with us. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late, man. He's eating it all before he tells you. Dude, I don't want the but, gumbo, man. <laughs> on, uh, on Chris Paul, y'all think he deserves uh, number five on this MVP ladder? Uh, Questionable. I no, mean, the record does speak for itself, but not him. It's not only him. Yeah, uh, it's 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 the same team that is you know being brought back into the same um, scenario, and the the coaching staff know what they're doing. The the players around him know what they're doing. Mark Bridges has stepped up again. Aiton is still doing eight and things. Devin Booker is doing really well again. It's all like a whole you know it's a whole system that's working. Same for the Bucks. The Bucks have had a couple injury problems, but like they just have a really good system that works. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like one one player for stepping up. Yeah, you can't, better praise, better. can't praise one player for a good system. That's not how it works. Yeah. Okay, then. Do you agree that Paul should be above DeRozan, Trey, Jimmy? Mm. He should not be above oh, Trey no. at least, or even Jimmy too. Yeah, I say I say trend. I mean, definitely. I think yeah. I think I think his 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 creations and what he what he creates for his players around him puts him maybe a fifth. Gives him an argument at least, I should say. Okay. I, I just no. want to put it out there that for me, the number one in the MVP race are now Nikola Jokic. Okay. Just, let's listen yeah. here. Listen here. Listen here. <laughs> I was just about to say Jokic should be at number ten. If anything, Jokic should be at number 10 and Gobert should be at 4. I'm just going to say it again. The I, agree have... with, I agree with the Gobert being at 4. I have no problems with that. I think Jokic should be number 1. Jokic is, is the effect of a team that doesn't have another player even close to his caliber. Their roster is so bad, so bad IQ-wise. That there's not another player like him, and he shines because of it. Yep, Kemba Walker effect. It's the Kemba Walker effect. Thank you. Fucking all. I'm I'm only I'm only saying that I'm only saying that based on this season because I know Jokic is a great player, but this season he's he has a Kemba Walker effect going on. I mean, had the last season as well. Didn't have Um... Murray for ages, and MPJ is MPJ like. Sure, he has potential, but I don't know, man. Nuggets front office is amazing. Uh, I don't know if you've ever, ever said this to you guys, but the, their front office and, and their drafting schemes and everything is so fucking good, dude. I, is it? They're so good, man. They, they, they who was it? They, they grabbed up Bobo. They snagged him up. He, he done well for them. They snagged up MPJ. He done really, really good for them. They got Will Button. Who, who the fuck is that guy? But why is he? Why is he? You know, mm. pretty decent. They He's got the second best player this season. Sorry. Yeah. Can I can I make a hot take here? Yeah. MPJ was not worth that contract. Not even. No. Close. Oh no, yeah. No. 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 Definitely well, not. They overpaid like crazy. They don't. They, they don't pay this. Uh, pay. They didn't pay him um, based on his current performance. They paid him on what um, what he could, what he could do and what they think he'll do in, in the coming seasons. And then, I think the M- I think the MPJ contract was the, the the same thing the Jazz had to do. Where it's like you could let him go, but who are you going to pay in his in his spot? 
Yeah, you didn't yeah. get that crash too. That's true. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think Aiden is in the same spot too, man. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they should pay Aiden though. I I don't I don't see him being worth a max. I agree with you. It's CP's fault. It's definitely CP's fault. If CP wasn't there, Aiden would definitely <laughs> get paid. Bro, Aiden. <laughs> No, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. If see if he wasn't there, they would pay Aiden just because they why not just pay him? What is them? Oh, okay. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. But, but my thing is CP, Aiden is but... not that Aiden is not that flushed out as a player. He does, he's not a max player because of, in terms of his game, I just don't see it. Yeah. Well, I, I I I say yeah, I mean, I mean like because CP can make any big man look look special, full stop. Right. And and to, to the to the Suns, they're like, okay, cool, we got CP. Do we need to pay this guy this much money? Because right. CP can make any any old bum fucking good. I was put Tristan Thompson so, on that team. Yeah, yeah. So what does what does A and actually <laughs> offer us then? It's height. If you want height, I got you. I got you a seven foot two European star, bro. <laughs> um, I mean, he's 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 relatively good on offense. He can bully bully the basketball. I mean, he's fucking terrible defensively, in my opinion, compared to other options. Compared to other top centers in the league, he doesn't offer a lot on defense. Yeah, that's my biggest problem with him. I think also, if you're gonna be a top center in in today's NBA, you have to be a good rim protector. Facts. That's been my biggest problem with. I mean, players like Cat. Like sure, I, I get the whole. You know, he's an amazing shooter. He's a re- he's the best shooting big of all time, probably. Oh, but he don't want to be a big man. Yeah, he yeah. don't want to be a big man. Yeah, That's he 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 wants to be a forward. Yeah. But man, you're seven foot or six foot. You don't raise like, your you fucking have, arm, you have bro. To be at the fucking basket, man. Right. Yeah. Them kind of teeth and problems that you have, like you saw that shit out just before you get to college. You need to know what position you play before you even like get into the league. There's no way this guy is still trying to fly to be a small forward when you're <laughs> a bona fide center now, mate. Stop wasting time. Get your ass out to the fucking middle, mate. Yeah, man. You you're, like, you're literally taller than Bam Adebayo. You're going to protect the basket. <laughs> He'd make Bam look... He's like, Bam isn't anything special compared to you, mate. Like, he hasn't got... He's not taller than you, you know. Probably jump near near as much the same the same height. What the fuck, bro? How is Bam a special defender and you're just you're just here wasting time? Pretty much. So the league, the league changed its a couple rules as we know. They changed the um, take charge. Um, um, I might have been saying that one more wrong, but they changed the uh, the get back on defense rule, and they also changed what they're gonna call as fouls. For the shooting, in terms of hooking arms and you know letting players trying to get these get these free throw calls, and we see the league right now has the league is averaging the lowest free throw attempts that it's ever had. How do you guys feel about that? I know how I feel about that, but I want to hear what you guys feel about that. I give it to you, Bella. Get some words in. I like the change. I feel like it's. <laughs> don't doesn't matter us. I'm not letting carry on with that one. I, I hate the change, bro. Okay. I hate the change only because it is so dangerous. That's because you were a Harden fan. 
<laughs> Not only that, okay. That's where it's... it stems from. Tell the people the truth. Listen, you, ain't, you can just mask it. Listen, uh, I hate the change <laughs> because it just allows the defense to do what they like. Like nowadays, you know, they, they use Harden as a guinea pig. I said this last time too. Harden as a guinea pig. Harden's going to get keep getting fouled and they're not going to do shit about it. Just to send a message to the younger guys, to the older guys, and to the guys coming into the league that, you know, this kind of shit is not going to happen anymore. So stop trying it. But then there's multiple times where, like, you can see he's not going for it, but then they'd still, you know, not give it. Mm. And the defender's looking like, oh, shit, yeah, it's a foul. And he's like, oh, wait, it's not? Okay, we can keep going. But I feel like maybe we could, maybe they could have met in the middle. I think I, I could somewhat agree with you on some plays. They do get hacked. But you have to admit, before, it was becoming extremely hard to play defense on the shooter. Yeah, it had to be very technical, honey, I mean. So maybe they could they they do they do need to meet somewhere in the middle because I mean it has plummeted as we could see and and we're only what 24 25 games in for some teams. So if it, it keeps going at this rate, uh who knows what the final number is going to be. But I definitely have seen it already, especially with um especially with my guy Tatum. He be getting hacked up. Referees hate Boston. Yeah. Referees hate Boston. He don't get any foul calls, bro. Listen, Tatum just Tatum just got ten plus free throws in back to back games for the first time in his career. Just just after that Portland game. For the first time? For the first time, yeah. <laughs> what was he gonna say, Bella? Well, he had a he had a take and I had to cut you off there because he didn't like it. What's up, Bella? Um, well, you have one of them. Well, I think, in my opinion, this most annoying thing about basketball last year was watching free uh, free point shooters jump into defenders to get the uh, fall calls. Right. I think there's still tendencies of players trying to do that today, and right. they're not getting they're not getting that. I mean, that's where the biggest chunk of those uh, free throw attempts are being removed from. Because people, uh, players can't do that anymore. Um, when it comes to players like Harden, I mean, he was getting free throw attempts at times from hooking up like into defenders and shit, but that wasn't that frequent. I mean, that's being overplayed a lot. Like his free throw attempt rate is actually the same this year as last year. Mm. So that hasn't changed at all. I just think he has other issues, like just coming back from the problems he had last year in the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, he had, a, he had a terrible start to the season. He's been oh, working man, way yeah. back, and he's actually been playing really solid the last few games. Okay, but I do think yeah, there's there's some shooters that used to get some easy calls from the three point uh, three point line. Now they're not getting them, and that's taking a few free throws off the off the ledgers, man. Yeah, but, yeah that's, think... that's what it is. It definitely did reach a point where, like, um, where, like, Harden was so good at it that, like, it became, like, the defender couldn't, like, do anything different. You'd ask the referee, like, what can I do different there? And then the ref would look at you and be like, bitch, I don't fucking know. Like, usually a ref would be able to tell you, yeah, um, next time, you know what I'm saying, put your arm up straight in the air if you could, you know what I mean? But, like, the way Harden did shit, it was impossible for the defender to not foul him. 
so that's why I feel like they're like, you know what, this rule we kind of actually have to alter it now because you know it's not fair for players and uh, and, and and like you know defense especially. That's kind of that's kind of also punishing a player for being that good. Are you sure many playing rules? Is many playing rules classified as good now? I mean, the rules are there for everybody. If you if you can you can manipulate the rules if you are good. It's not, game. Yeah, not everyone. Not everyone can do that. I mean, if if it was that easy, why don't more players do it? Why is it only Harden that can manipulate those rules? Fucking amazing, but that's what it is. Yeah, because he's that good at it. Because yeah. he's that good at it. Listen, I, I might have turned my opinion around on Paul George, but I will never, ever, ever turn around on James Harden. Ever. Goddamn. Free throw MVP, I'm telling you. The trophy at the bottom should say, from the free throw. <laughs> That's I, funny, man. I, did look, I looked at some numbers earlier, because there, there used to be some heated discussions about the fact that Harden gets a lot of points from the free throw line. Did you know that his best season, points-wise, uh, without free throws, is better than any season that Mike Jordan ever had if he removed free throws from his... That's deep. Okay. Okay. I, I do like some Jordan slander. I mean, it's not meant that Jordan slander. It's meant just to find out that even no, though Harden, Harden is going to get free throws, but... Yeah, well... Let's go. Anyway. Nah. Like, uh, if you look at this, uh, what was it, 2019 season, he averaged 36 points, 36.1 points a game. You remove the free throws, that's still 25.1 points a game. That is an insane record. That's a lot. Like, that's you can't remove... card. Yeah, like, you can remove him, you can remove the free throws from him, but he's still going to get buckets. He's, even if he doesn't get those buckets, he's still going to be able to bring others into the game. He is that good. Like yeah, the, no, changing really. the FIFA rules is not gonna stop him. He's still gonna no, be really we need a retired we need a retired referee to watch Harden footage from like his you know the year that he had his best season medal and review the clips of where certain fouls were called because of the rules mm. and, and 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 if those fouls will be called nowadays and like actually you know tidy up the numbers. That'd be a good YouTube series. Yeah, it would. I'd right? watch that. I'd watch that for sure. Uh. Interesting. They might one of them might do it. You, you let's see. I would, uh, I would, I would say in the pod, but like I'm so sure we're just gonna get a bunch of kids that don't know ref at all that are fucking one around trying to act like they know what they're talking about. <laughs> I just came across this. I want to um catch some opinions on it. Paul Millsap, four-time All Star, currently on the Brooklyn Nets, is currently averaging two point eight points on eleven minutes. While shooting thirty-two point six percent from the field and twenty-three percent from deep, also went over three against the New York Knicks recently. Should they um, trade Paul Millsap? Are those stats without um, his latest game? Yes. Yeah, because he did go six for eleven from the field last night. Yeah, one, this is this is three. this article is four minutes ago, so it's fresh. Calculated. Shove the cook work, man. I'm telling you. I'm sitting here fresh on Paul Millsap's basketball reference, checking out the fattest stats, and oh, yeah. uh, those are not that up. But 
I do agree that Fawcett must have is not doing anything useful on the nets. Ship his ass. Oh yeah, speaking of yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck Musa, fuck Musa, fuck the whole team, fuck the Pope, the Nets are ass, bro. Bro, the Nets, there's so many problems. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you about the Nets, okay? There's three main topics. Your, your Paul Musa one, the Blake Griffin topic, because his ass wants to be out. He wants to leave the fucking um, he wants to leave the the Nets, and also Kyrie Irving wanting to be traded. Like the the, the Nets is just a whole shambles. What's happened over there, dude? What's the, what's the <laughs> Miller just put down those Millsap stats. My guy is out there running around. I don't know. Well, it, it's the effect of what we said before, Face All, and it's they traded away solid role players to fill their team with the stars, and then they figured they could put in anybody. And unfortunately, Blake Griffin and Paul Millsap are just not what they used to be. And that's right. Holy shit. Uh, look at this on and off difference for Millsap. He's ranked 90th percentile on on and off difference. Paul Millsap leaves the court and the team goes up plus 11? My God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, what are we doing? What are we holding on to? That means you could trade him for anybody at this point. Yeah, bring it, bro. Bring a young boy in and hope for the best. How about that? He'll do the same shit. They need to put him in guy, the big I say Italy. Thomas a contract. Where's he? Where's he playing? Anywhere, man. He's just oh, it. it, it. He's playing in um. He's play, Where's he playing? Fuck! I saw a recent start of him. No, not recent. I saw a recent video of him fucking hitting a game winner, bro. Yeah, but he's playing like rec leagues. <laughs> he's playing um. He's playing Euro League, but I don't know whereabouts. Nah, no way. No, no way. Euro League. Believe that, man. I'm telling you. That's really crazy. Nice nah, Celtics to Euro League. That's about to be where Jason Tatum about to be at. He keep this shit up. Surely, somewhere, bro. <laughs> you should be surely. No, no, no. Because yeah, I'm man, trying to it now. Ukraine. Nah. He, he, yeah, it somewhere, man. He's somewhere. He's he's chilling. Hopefully, he's okay. <laughs> I nah, love that team, man. What? Hold on. That's your goat, by the way. You're talking about. Remember you what I said? Ah, <laughs> goat, nothing. That's your legend, bro. What he done for us, bro? Terry Rozier outperformed him in one playoff series. That's all I'm gonna say. Wait, what? Why is okay? So sorry. Let me just wait. Uh what? I'm so confused. Okay, so he's not playing Euro League. I lied. Um, I figured he's playing for USA Basketball, bro. Let's go. But what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what is that about? You got confused. You're confusing your black people again. Bro, wait, hold, but why is he USA Basketball? What's happening there? I don't know. Whoever's going to pay you, I guess. They're not paying him for USA Basketball. Okay. All right, all right. I have a serious question for um, our gracious host, Phoenix. Uh-oh. That's our, uh, our in-house Celtic expert. What's the origin of Jason Tatum's nickname, Taco J? <laughs> I don't know where that nickname comes from. I honestly don't. I feel like the, some of these players' nicknames, like the commentator might bring it up once, or there might have been a small off-court thing, and then they just kind of write it down. I, I don't think no one calls him Tonko J. I swear to God. I've literally <laughs> never heard it before in my life before looking at this basketball reference page. This is some Dude, but... weird shit. 
Bebo Ref just be writing shit down. Like, I don't know. I really don't know where they heard it from. At most people call him JT. Yeah. J Sauce. JT having a, having an inferior season to Tyler Hero, man. My my guy. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler Hero. Shout out to all the white white boy summer heroes, man. What a guy. 21 points, 39% from free. This dude is just popping off. Nah, Hero's nice. Listen, people think I'm trolling. Tyler Hero is a future league MVP. I think he's a great player. He a little skinny right now, but that ain't nothing some meat can fix. <laughs> I like how you giggling. <laughs> I like how you giggling. Listen, Tyler Hero is a future league MVP. I promise you. Your if... whole marvels there. I'm not defending you at all, bro. What are y'all talking okay. about? I, I'm, I'm, okay, sorry. I'm 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 not gonna say that he's a future league MVP. However, I do think he's all NBA caliber. Uh, this peak, for sure. I feel like last year he got a bunch of shit just for things that were out of his control. Mm. And this season he's come back with with a, I mean he's just a changed dude, man. He's playing out of. He been, know, know, just, he been in the gym. He been in the gym. I I seen him he's on Instagram. He been in the gym all see, all off season. He not fucking around. Wait, why is he a future league MVP? I just want to know. What does he have? What kind of what's in his caliber to be you know league MVP kind of? Everything. What don't he have is a, is a better question. So what year do you think he's going to get league MVP? 2024. Easy. I'm glad you asked. And also my guy Tyrone Hero, man. So, <clears throat> so with that being said, okay. 2024. That means that I think the year, I think that's the year Bronny might be coming into the league. So he's, he's not MVP at all. Uh, um, Bronny not going to win no MVP? Anyways, um, Curry's <laughs> um, only going to be 35. Just a heads up. LeBron's going to be 38. Heads up. He's still walking around the league. And you think Tyler Bum Hero is going to be a league MVP today? In what world Bro, is Tyler going to be a hero? Is Tyler, Tyler going to be a fucking MVP? At, at the very least, he's going to be on the top five ladder. At the very least. If he don't win it, it's just because there's some other anomaly. Maybe, maybe Jason Tatum wins it that year instead. Who knows? But I know he gonna be top five for sure, at least. Okay, I'll let you off top five, but I'm not letting you off the fucking MVP. There's no way he's gonna be MVP in, the, in any fucking world. In 2024, we're gonna see Luka Doncic win MVP. I would love to see it. I'm a big Luka fan as well. Yeah, man. I, I just wrote down a 2024 All NBA First Team for uh for all the listeners. We're gonna have Luka Doncic. We're gonna have Tyler Hero. We're gonna have LeBron James at Again? 40, 45 years old or whatever. <laughs> we're gonna have Giannis, and we're gonna have Bam Adebayo. Two Heat players. Yeah, man. I mean, Bam's gonna be on the Heat Celtics culture, in that baby. year, though. What? Bam's gonna be playing for the Celtics in twenty four for sure. What? No, what? Yeah, we're about to free up the cap from Horford. We're gonna we're gonna work through a trade. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh for man, sure. we're gonna get that Raptors Celtics rivalry again with Giannis on the Raptors. Oh boy. What you mean Raptors? The Raptors who y'all competing with? <laughs> Maybe for the playing tournament. You're not competing with us. <laughs> you you guys are competing with us for lottery tickets right now. Come on, calm down. Nah, nah, it's true, it's true, it's true. 
But that's just because that's just because we we have done a shooter. Bro, let me show you that shit I said. Look at this shit. I was, there's a fucking picture, right, of this guy that said in 2015, he said, guys, LeBron James is, uh, is 30. This fucking won't go on for much longer. Thank God. And I was in 2015. <laughs> I remember when he wrote that shit and it was going viral. And I can't oh, believe how many shit. years have passed. I can't believe that was 2015, bro. Bro, and this guy said, yeah, LeBron James is going to be done soon. No way, guys. Just sit tight. He'll be gone soon. And this motherfucker went up and won an extra ring. <laughs> Extra rings, just Man, I've literally been to four NBA finals since. Jesus Christ. Hey. That's, that's the hard work, bro. That's yeah, the hard man. work. That's the GOAT right there. Yeah, um, Here's something final I want to talk on. Um, Our playoff... Our playoff predictions. And our... um, All-star predictions. Ooh... Oh, that's a that's a tough one. Holy crap! Yeah, I know the league's looking looking rocky right now, <laughs> but but uh, if you had to give just a rough all star prediction list, a few names even, who do y'all think? I'll oh, start. Wait. Top five. Yeah. Let's say yeah, starters yeah. in both. Okay, starters in both. Okay, though. starters in both. I should have prepared for this one. Goddamn. Um, let me go first. Let me go first. Okay. Right. In West Side, West Side. Okay. Um, I got, I got PG. No particular order. Starters are talking about yeah. So we got PG over there. We got um CP in there too. We got Jokic at the five. At the four, who we got sleeping there? Or oh, at the one, we got fucking what's his name? Steph Curry. Uh, I don't know who's at four for me. Four was a bit, of a bit of a tough one. Uh yeah, that's what I got for the East side. You guys, you guys got your own number ones or? Um, I think, I think we have a couple. I I my starters for both sides. All right, oh, listen. Yeah. Okay. So, for the West, I got um, Steph Curry. I got uh, Luca. I got Chris Paul. I got PG and I got Jokic. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, for East, I, like I got. That. I don't know how it's going to work with the guards because uh, the markets counted as a guard quite often. Yeah, he's he's shooting guard. But if you yeah, if you count as a guard, I got Trey, I got Demar, I got KD, I got Bam, uh, or Jimmy. Depends on if Jimmy gets counted as forward. I think one of them is going to be a f- if Jimmy's a forward. I don't think Bam makes it. So I'm going to need another guard from the East. I know what and I, I know, and he's a five, sorry, he's a five. I don't actually know who would be the fifth, like who would be the guard from the east. He can drop you honest to five. Oh, yeah, shit, Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah, I forgot Johnny's. Oh, I'm stupid. Yeah, I I, oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, sorry, my bad. I'm um, I'm dropping uh, Bam for uh, Johnny's, okay, and Jimmy's as our guard if he gets counted as a guard, if not. <sighs> Oh, that's cool. I don't know, Harden. <laughs> Once he gets going, it's still time. Or Zach Levine. I got my East, but I'll let Phoenix do his thing. Okay. I got, um for me, I do like y'all picks. But I, I do have some controversy here. I do have some controversy, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to stick with a, a Curry Luka. 
But uh, I'm gonna put Buddy Hield in for this third position. Oh, well, shut the fuck up! Get out! Get out! <laughs> I'm gonna what? put Buddy Hield in for this for this third position. Um, I'm also gonna put in Harrison Barnes. <laughs> the little laughs. Not a good decision, bro. He said Buddy Hield. I should need to do this right. <laughs> All right, guys. Podcast I got Buddy. Have a, have a good run. See you next week. <laughs> Listen, you know what? We ain't Yo. gonna yell for this one. Buddy Hield, bro. Buddy Hield is a great player. He's just on a bad team, and that don't mean he's not gonna make the All Star starters. If if they have any sense, Buddy Hield will start. I promise you. Mark my words. We're gonna be talking about it when it come out. I'm voting for him twice uh, too. I'm you know, going to log on my I'd, VPN. I'd, I'd, pick, I'd pick fucking Evan Fournier over Buddy Hield. <laughs> bro, bro, you know what's so funny? Let me just throw some numbers in the sky real quick about your Buddy Hield. This is funny. Clippers. You had a game against the Clippers, right? 10 points. Okay. Three months, two assists. Okay. Next game. <laughs> Next game, four points. <laughs> Next game, five points. <laughs> This is your fucking starter, yeah. bro. We're not there yet. He got mad he time. Needs... He's got so much time. I know my dude. I know my well. years old, man. He has no time. Go out of pocket head. God damn, man. Let me finish. Let me finish. All right. After Buddy Hill, I'm going to put in Mike Conley. And then. Uh-huh. I'm put in Mike Conley. And then we going to have Draymond out there. Fucking this guy them. is oh, doing Jesus. this for views. I'm telling you, we're gonna have Draymond at the center, bro. What are you talking about? These are all-star caliber players. Okay, let me get to my East. Let me get to my East. Let me get to my East. Um, I probably start with Harden at point because Kyrie not playing basketball no more. Uh, shooting guard. You know I'm gonna put Jason Tatum in there. Yeah. Oh no, we put Tatum at small forward. Simple shooting fields. guard. Shooting guard. I'm putting Evan Mobley. I'm. I think Mobley gonna make it. Cause the East is the East is weak right now. Sorry, the East what is position weak right is now. Evan Mobley gonna make it? Bro, he's trolling. To, to shooting guard. To shooting guard. Mobley gonna be a shooting trolling. guard. He's a... He is trolling. I'm telling you. I'm being dead oh, ass. Mercy. And then I... we could fit in at power forward, or maybe we move Tame down power forward, and we put in. I think small forward could be between Levine. Or, or Miles Bridges. I'll say different here. This I tried to stop him. Please, hey, you know really what's funny, Bella, 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 Bella. I'm meant to be the crazy one. He's meant to be the sane one. What the fuck is happening? These are all star predictions. <laughs> I'm talking Wait. about real winners right now. According so to numbers, this is all backed by numbers, by stats, by games. Numbers. I life. gave you numbers. I gave you numbers. I gave you fucking buddy your numbers. Y'all putting some shit in your fucking shoulder over there. It's him. It's him. At center, we either don't have the center's gonna be a tough one. Javel McGee, mate. Put Mick McGee there. (laughs) Put him there, mate. Fuck it. At this rate, we're gonna fuck about. Put McGee there, mate. He's not even in the west. He's in the west. Put him in the east. Center. I say. I say either Jared Allen or Kevin Durant at center. He said Kevin Durant or Kevin Durant. Not even Kevin. Giannis can come off the bench. Running Dunkman can come off the bench. He don't have to start. 
Bro, listen. I'm so disappointed in you, man. God damn. What the fuck, dude? And then we can fill in the rest of the washed ass players, you know, Butler hey. come off the bench. What I'm etc. Ha- you know et listen, listen. This this pod here, I don't care when one says this pod is we slander run and dunk man all game long. We don't care. Run and dunk man <laughs> is, is 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 not safe it's in this on this pod, I'm telling you. He's not safe. <laughs> he will be slandered until he drops. Listen to this, okay? Your, your shit's fucked. Uh, let me bring back to my one again because I, I found I found out my second West player. So I got Curry, I got I got Curry, I got CP, I got PG, I got um I'm getting Rudy in there. Rudy Gobert as the four, and then Yoga just five. Or will it switch it around, whatever the weather. And then on my east side, okay, I'm bringing it back to a a one-two Chicago type vibe because I my one I got I got fucking Trey Young and my two I got the Rosen and my three I got Zach Zach Levine and then four or five is KD and Giannis. Hmm. I don't hear Tatum and Ellis. It's not. But you put you know in why? you put in Zach Levine though. I'm taking Zach Levine Tatum for now. Sorry, son. Nice try though. That's disgusting. Yep, his stats are being backed up completely. Sorry, mate. Nice try. Those are empty stats, inflated by Demar. Unfortunately, yeah, okay. Tatum not even making Ben. Tatum's not even winning. Bro. How about that? Tatum's not even winning. Tatum's not even. Okay. Oh, their stats are so see. identical. You know. Let me tell you this, yo, Levine and 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 Tatum, same games. They're both um basically getting the same minutes. They have the same points. They have basically the same amount of rebounds. The one shot difference, um, and that's when Levine has eight percent higher f- uh, field goal percentage. They have the same three point attempted. Holy shit! The same. Oh, what the fuck? Same three point made. But that's then, right. But Taylor is better. No, well, uh, yep. Levine has better percentages. This is so crazy. How the, the stats Plus. are very similar. Holy lord! I didn't notice that. Okay, that's that's really cool. <laughs> Oh, they're identical. Oh wait, what? Luka Doncic too. Hmm. Is that, what, is that what I'm hearing? Tatum better than Luka? Oh my god. Tatum's at Let's the bottom go. of. You lost your mind. Tatum's at the bottom of these three players. But holy shit, uh, guys! If you didn't know this, okay, this is exclusive content for the pod. Zach Levine, Luka Doncic, and and Jason Tatum have pretty much identical stats. That's interesting. The only difference I is mean, um, Luca has like six more assists, but they have, but the rest is identical. That's because Luca has Can people you... to pass to. Well, fucking what's his name? Tim Hardaway Jr. Mate, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> He's better than Marcus Smart. <sighs> okay. All right. All right. This is this is going downhill. Think we're yeah, you know what? Um, I, I, I'm, ready right now. I'm ready to close it off now. You guys got to lock it off? No, uh, I'm good. good, 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 good. We'll lock it off so everybody knows that this was this guy. It was, it was, oh, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to uh, episode three, season two. Yeah, episode three, season two of um, Skybox. I'm Faisal. Um, that's Phoenix and Bello. Thank you for joining us too. And yeah, I will see you in the next episode. Peace. Mm-hmm.